0: The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy
1: all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Howdy, Tiger fans. I know you're bummed. I know that you're looking at a season that's doomed to a series of baseball scores, but that's why you need the Mazadcast now more than ever, and uh, so that's what we're bringing to you today. Uh, Nate, the journalism student, came in and sat in with us to uh, observe so he could learn the art of podcasting from clearly the greatest podcasters in America. And so uh, enjoy this uh, Georgia versus Missouri edition, and I hope you feel better by the end of it.
2: Going to throw it, slam, this bug's for you. Get no better than that, man. Who's back in the game? Shane Ray. And look at what he just did. Touchdown,
1: Missouri. This is the Mazad Cab. Howdy, Tiger fans. Welcome to the Mazadcast. It's Saturday night. Missouri just got done playing the Georgia Bulldogs. I'm your host tonight, Brendan Anthony. Anthony. Uh, with me, as always, is uh, Maddie Mock's drug mule, Colin Anthony. Hey, thanks for having me. And also joining me, Brian Goers, third down coordinator for the Missouri Tigers. Still working on that. Yeah, <laughs> you've got some work cut out for you. Missouri played Georgia and lost 9-6. Uh, to Yeah, no, no, not good. No, big key to that game was a great defense and an offense that's failed to score a touchdown for the second week in a row. Yeah. Yep,
3: nine quarters without a touchdown for Armazoo Tigers. Uh, it was hard to watch. We could play the blame game tonight, I feel like, but the only, only piece of paper at the it bottom showed. of the hat would be offensive line. Yeah. It's, it's just amazing. I, I, I spoke to Brendan on the, on the phone uh, during the game. Uh, on one of the – like the second play from scrimmage, Drew Locke got flattened. Yeah. And it, it, Tyler Chappell. Taylor Chappell. Taylor Chappell. What the fuck his name is? Who needs to know his name? He's uh, garbage, but he just— What kind of garbage, Colin? He's hot garbage, Brendan. He, uh, he just let a guy walk right by him. I mean, he literally didn't even look to his assignment, the defensive end. He just stood straight forward, looking straight forward, never looked at that guy. The guy ran right past him, Man. bowled over uh, our running back and flattened uh, Drew Locke. I mean, who knows if that guy can block. He never even got his hands— On the defensive lineman, it was pathetic. Mm -hmm. And it, it, it was just the beginning of what presented itself the entire game, which was, I mean, I have never seen an offensive line be this inept, ever. I mean, not for Mizzou or anybody else.
1: Inept, pathetic, I think those are all good adjectives for tonight's offensive performance. Yeah. Really the season. I mean, what we saw tonight, while it was terrible, I think it was really just uh, the punctuation mark on it was the fact that this was such a winnable game and the defense played so well that all we needed to do was play some mediocre offensive football, right. and we could have pulled ahead.
0: Yeah, and but Mizzou did not deserve to win that game, and... You know the unfortunate part is that Georgia didn't really deserve it either. With, well, Missouri should have won. Play, but, I
3: mean, um, if you start t- counting dropped interceptions, for instance, yeah, um, three, an inability in, in in the red zone to score, two first and goals, getting a foot down in bounds, catching he, passes. Yeah. I mean, it, I mean the offensive line was easily the easiest group to blame in this in this game, but the, yeah. they weren't the only ones who failed miserably.
0: Yeah, but the, they failed on a more reoccurring basis yeah.
3: on an I epic think, is, level. I believe,
1: yeah, yeah such, such a s- substantial level. I mean, yeah, we saw a couple drop passes like we've seen all season long. But the fact is that there were some good catches. Right, we saw some good catches. But I mean, receivers—they just rarely get a chance to even catch a ball because uh, drew Locke is, is scrambling when he does get a chance to throw it. He's firing a bullet and on a low percentage shot because he just doesn't have time to survey the field. It all boils down to the offensive line. When you talk about the performance of the offense, I mean, there are struggles in other areas, But you fix the offensive line, and 90% of your offense is fixed. I loved that this
0: is how you know Missouri's offensive line is bad, is when the commenters go like, oh, he had time to throw.
3: (laughs) Shocking. When that becomes something to comment on. Well, it's not just on passing plays. Uh, Mizzou ran the ball 22 times for 21 yards. For those of you that aren't good at math, that's less than one yard per carry. Mm -hmm. Uh, Which, you know. Admittedly, we are not football experts. We've never claimed to be, but I know—I feel pretty strongly that I know that that's bad.
1: Sure, a lot of those uh, plays ended backwards. I mean, we, plays for a loss. I mean, this is much like Drew Luck not having time. There's just no holes opening. I mean, there's there's nothing going on the offense. And I think another thing that made it frustrating was the fact that we were given opportunities. Oh, guys, we got a caller. You want to take this? Sure. Who's calling? Hi, this is. Hey, what'd you call about?
0: Uh, well, I just wanted to bitch about a few things. The number one thing is that, I don't know if I've, and if any, I've seen anyone else about talking about this, but I recall last year Mark Rick talking about making it an 11 o'clock uh, kickoff, and it was.
1: right. And I didn't see that this year. <laughs> I wonder why. Yeah, he liked that 6.30 start time this year. Yeah, I, I, what changed? Um, the next thing was, um, oh, offensive line is so
3: bad that they suck so bad that they could suck a beach ball through a cocktail straw. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of sucking. I'd like a blow job from our offensive line then. Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> I'd rather have a Raggedy Ann doll, Mother Teresa, and tissue paper as an offensive line. Mm-hmm. That's an interesting they certainly one. couldn't pay worse. Yeah. AJ yeah. Ricker's got to go. Um, here, here.
1: The next thing is, um, who
2: the hell calls a speed option? With one minute left on your own
1: 20? <laughs> well, that would be Josh Henson. <laughs> yeah, I think we know where Manny Mox cocaine has been going, because no one would call that sober. <laughs> yeah, I, I asked that question myself when we were watching. Um, yeah. It did seem like an odd call.
0: And then poorly executed on top
1: of it. Yeah. Um, I want to
0: make sure I get everything.
1: I want to be thorough. Okay, I hope you took oh, notes. Cam Hilton, what the hell
0: was with that muff? It doesn't bother me that he dropped it. What bothers me is that he didn't fair, he didn't signal a fair catch or anything. And yeah. I feel like had he signaled a fair catch, he would not have dropped it. Well, he wouldn't have been touched. So yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. That's, That's um, you know, f- first thing I want to mention is, of all the things we've had to bitch about, I didn't have time to get down the list to start time. So I applaud you for that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. What what temp- What kind
3: of garbage would you describe this game as? Um, I mean, so, what was the temperature?
1: Um, <laughs> what was the temperature of, the, of the garbage? I don't
3: live anywhere near a,
0: uh, a garbage dump, but my house was stinking of that bulldog shit for days after this, and I can tell you that much.
1: Yeah. Well, uh, appreciate the call. Is there anything else you want to bitch about before we let you go?
3: You know, I'll call you back if I think I forgot
1: anything, but I think I got it all. Okay, I appreciate it. Thanks, Carter. Right. Bye. Thank you. Okay, so that's our first angry call for the night.
3: Yeah, yeah. He didn't, he didn't uh, pick up what I was throwing down there.
1: What, what temperature were you looking for, Colin? Uh,
3: hot. Hot. hot
2: Garb. Garb.
1: Um <laughs> Yeah. Oh, it looks like we've got another one. Hold on. Mazodcast. Who we got here? Zach Romilius. How you doing, Zach?
2: I feel like Mizzou should apologize for the game of football. <laughs> uh, Chase Daniel.
1: Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions
0: apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All these other guys for, uh, you know. Chase Daniel that is owed a, an, an a, apology. Invoked the name
1: of Chase Daniel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was brutal, wasn't it? I mean, I mean, I feel bad for uh, our
3: defense. I kind of want to give each one of them a little bit of a hug. <laughs> uh, I'd give them a hand uh, job you know for the way they played tonight. It's going to be all right,
0: uh. You know,
3: you guys have hope for the next level. Uh, to just, I, I would try and transfer some of you guys uh, <laughs> a little more hope. That is pessimist. Yeah. yeah. When your offense
1: can't
3: score 10 points with two
1: first and goals, I mean, that... Uh, <laughs> what did you think of our offensive line play tonight? I mean, they might as well not even be there. Mm-hmm. Bold strategy. Like a <laughs> it couldn't <goal>. hurt, Brian. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, I felt like... They didn't even try to block sometimes. They were just they thought just being there was enough.
0: Yeah. Screen pass every time. It looked like uh
2: seven on seven with some blitzers though, like with no offensive lines, you can kinda just run through,
3: hopefully uh you know, make Drew Locke make bad decisions which I'll give Drew credit. He didn't make really any bad decisions tonight.
1: Yeah. He didn't have time to make any decisions. Yeah. No, he didn't that's very true. He's not doing a lot of cocaine, which I think helps. Yeah, his, his cocaine count is much lower than other quarterbacks.
0: Yeah, <laughs> turns out that increases your percentage. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, not giving them five turnovers probably
1: helped out the defense a little bit. Sure. Uh, that, that, yeah. Well, is there anything that you would do differently with this team that we have now than what they're doing? Stop throwing double moves for the wide receivers. Yeah. Do slants. Slant
0: crossing routes. Target Colkin more. Stop playing Russell Hansborough and let him get
1: healthy. Yeah, it's hard to argue with any of that. Let's see. Play Tyler Hunt in Abington a little bit more. You're hired.
3: Yeah, are, are you looking for a job? Can we, can we get you in touch with the uh, staff for uh, the Mizzou Athletics?
1: Or, you know, at least the uh, offensive line coach coordinator position, too. Sure. I mean,
2: I'm sitting there and I'm I'm looking. Like, sure, I mean, if you could, that'd be
1: awesome. Uh, they can contact me at my YouTube channel. Uh, <laughs>
3: Ninety-six. Yeah, uh, that'd be pretty cool. I'll uh, tweet that to Gary right yeah. now.
1: Yeah, I, I'm sure that'll work. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Just, I think most contact, coach, with them? I think most college football coaches are hired based on the quality of their YouTube channel.
2: <laughs> well, I mean, that that, that would be awesome. Uh, I, yeah. I feel like though, you know, playing twitter though. I don't know. I,
1: I'm I'm too frustrated. Well, you need to sleep on it and call us back whenever you've, uh, you're have when you not so emotional. Yeah. <laughs> or maybe when
0: you're more angry, one of the two. Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, we, we feel the same way. Thanks for calling in, Zach. Thanks for taking, thanks for taking my call. I love the show, guys. Thank you. Thanks. thanks. I think the scary part for me
3: watching this team play and how good the defense plays, which we haven't brought up yet, but they, they played a phenomenal football game yeah. once again, is that a mediocre offense. Imagine what a mediocre offense does for this team, guys. So – I'm not as fluent in in this statistic for uh, college football but in the NFL if you score 17 points a game you 17 points or more is considered mediocre. You know that's just a mediocre offense if you can put up 17. If a defense holds you below that it's considered a good stand a good game. Imagine right now let's say that for college because more points are scored that the average is 21 points a game. So let's say a mediocre college offense scores 21 points. We are undefeated right now. We would have beat Kentucky, Florida, and Georgia, if we just scored 21 points a game, had a mediocre offense, we are undefeated right now, it's it's inexcusable. You know, uh, Gary Pinkle, the offensive line, um, Ricker, Henson, uh, they owe an enormous apology to this defense, mm-hmm. an enormous yeah. apology. Uh, Mizzou has,
0: I, I think, a, a top five defense in the country, and it is just a shame to watch it go to waste, right? I mean, you just you get this feeling that it's like, oh, good, they get to go out again. Like... I, I it's just it's a terrible feeling as a fan to watch him they had I, they had three or four drives that started on like their either their 45 or our 45 like in between that range and right. and I think they scored
3: one field goal off those right which is crazy we, they didn't they didn't convert a uh onside kick Gave us terrific field position, yeah. and it still it gave me no confidence. At this entire right? game, I was waiting for the defense to score. You know, what I mean, it's like, was the defense going to score and give us, the, you know, and win this
0: game? For so this? after after that onside kick, I texted Brendan. and I told him, you know, they should just do that
1: every time. Yeah. Like,
0: just don't don't kick deep. Just onside it.
1: Why waste the? Yeah, why, why it's a Madden
0: it? Madden football game. You know, just every time onside well, kick. Well,
1: and Colin told me too uh, at the beginning of the game after we intercepted the first pass from Georgia and we and Simon ran back to the one. Colin saw that, that lost us the game. We didn't get in the <laughs> end zone, score. and it was like, well, we're not going to get in the end zone. <laughs> we got to wheel one yard. That's just not going to happen. <laughs> yeah,
3: it's well, they fumble a snap, which is on that one's on Drew Locke. You know, the Golden Boy fucked up, and yeah. um, then. I mean, our offensive line can get no push. You, Lock, you could really, we could spend the entire show talking about sure. the ineptitude of our offensive line, and, and probably should. But and I don't it, know if sure anybody wants to listen to that. I mean, no one wants to listen to this, really, anyway. But mm-hmm. um, don't want to listen to that. But.
0: I mean, everything stems obviously from the offensive line. But but Locke showed a little bit in the first half of his freshman. I'm a freshman, right? Mm-hmm. He got the happy feet back there because he had gotten hit a, a few times, and he, by a few, he means 170. Well, yeah. Or he'd been rushed. I don't think at that point he'd really been creamed. But then it was that that final drive of the first half where all of a sudden you're like, wow. That looked like a legitimate football team playing on right. on our side of the. With yep. our, we had the ball. Well, it's the same
1: thing <laughs> against the Florida game. Our first drive, uh, we looked really good and scored, and then we stopped playing offense after that. We had one drive in us per game.
3: Truthfully, at, at the end of the half, they went into halftime, and I thought maybe we'll figure something out here because I figured the way our defense was playing, if we can just put a few points up, you know, we don't got to light it up. Uh, we can, we could, uh, we could win this game. And Drew Locke completed two passes in the second half, two.
0: Yeah, and Missouri's offense, you know, also two third down conversions, which one from the previous game, so it makes us like three for twenty five or something like that at this point, which is crazy.
1: Yeah. Well, the, the the offensive numbers, the statistics are so bad that it almost doesn't seem like it could be a real team playing football. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, it's like, like yeah, it's, it's mad an statistics. In reverse. Yeah.
0: Mm -hmm. When when you're playing the computer and you onside kick it every time. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And yet they still have to punt because they only pick up five yards on you.
1: Yeah, we are the computer set to easy in Madden. That is our offense. Yeah.
0: We've gone three and out so many times that we get the ball at the last part and you're like, okay, here comes a three and out. (laughs) And sure enough, it was a four and out. Like Mm -hmm. right? I
3: mean it would have been a three and out if our best offensive play the second (laughs) half was a targeting penalty against Georgia. (laughs) Yeah. That is
1: yeah. That was a long, which long
3: one
0: was a good call on the the rest part there. the The last pass interference call that was a little bit of a question. the uh, the
3: one, the, the, in, the interception that was taken away, and the pass interference call were both some home cooking. That was just awful.
0: Well, but I will say, I mean we we caught a break on the what is up with our gunners who are running down the field on a punt, kicking the ball because yeah, I know. he it did it again tonight. Off, I mean it may not have been enough to over, but he did. He touched it. And yeah. it happened in, what was that, the...
1: No, I can't remember what no, game. I know was, what you're talking about. It happened like two or three oh, games or Yeah. UConn maybe or something. Well, you know what? And that is on the, the kick returner to yell out to, the, uh, to the, his teammates that he's not going to try to get the catch and they have to clear. Yeah. And nobody cleared. Yeah. So went off hunt's toe it looked like but
0: we We caught a break there
1: we did it was the only break we caught all night
0: and the interception that wasn't called i mean you know same thing there there was no let me put it this way the officials did not win or lose the game for either team i mean this was a a race to the bottom (laughs) you know yeah who who could
1: not lose first right yeah well i don't know i don't even know where to go from here i mean I
3: think the disappointing part for me is we had every opportunity to beat Georgia at Bo- Georgia,
1: yeah, in yeah. Athens. Uh, it was a huge victory, mm-hmm. a huge victory, and it would have righted the ship. I mean, we would have been in, literally back in the race. Yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, uh, I don't think I don't think we would
3: have caught Florida at that point then,
1: but but I, Florida's playing LSU. I
3: tell you what, I have real concern at this Florida point lost, of yeah. losing Drew Locke. and I don't mean literally, but I mean. When Derek Carr or was it Derek Carr? I don't know. One of the Carr brothers was drafted, you know, in nineteen ninety-eight or ninety-nine or whatever, and went to the Houston Texans when they're an expansion team, and he just got fucking lambasted game after game after game. And there's arguments to be made that maybe he wasn't a bad a quarterback as all that. He just he got destroyed in his first two years in the NFL. Just yeah. like it just it ruined him his psyche. I mean, he was just it ruined him as a quarterback. And I I really feel like behind this line that. You know, we can turn Drew Locke into a, you know, a fainting goat Chuck. back there. You know, I mean, yeah. it's it's concerning. It's a happy feet.
1: Chuck Knobloch.
3: Yeah, I mean, I just – he's already starting to see rushers that aren't there. Of course, it's, it's hard to know that because rushers are always there. But That's he seems point. to be a little – he seems to be getting happy feet. Um, and I feel like he's got every right to be. But I really – this guy's an extraordinary talent. It doesn't take – a lot of football knowledge to see that. I mean, he can spin it and there's no argument against it, but I really feel like we could be, this offensive line could be detrimental to his development in a lot of ways. I mean, he's certainly not getting any practice at completing passes.
0: Well, you get, you get glimpses of his greatness, right? Like, like on that, that one long pass in the last drive, drive on the, on the first, uh, in the first half. And, the one where it was a little bit of a not smart move that he was kind of falling backwards and just arm. The accuracy of that throw, Chuck Brian was
3: impressive. Yeah. Off his back foot, yeah. backpedaling, and even the moron that is Jesse Palmer pointed out that that was all arm. That was yeah. all arm strength. Even arm the count. final he was jealous. Even the final <laughs> play of the game, you know, just zip set in there perfect. Can we talk about how orange Jesse Palmer is? Yeah. He's getting <laughs> oranger. Because
0: <laughs> we've had a lot of Jesse Palmer games,
3: and he's getting he is straight water. up Oompa Loompa.
1: Yeah, he's think, borderline Oompa Loompa for yeah, sure.
3: Spray Tanner is uh, really working. He's got the teeth whitener yeah, and the spray yeah. tan. I mean, he is quite uh, a He goes with a contrast. A John Boehner to the same
0: yeah. one. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. It's an interesting look, and but then you compare him to Brent Musburger, who's about forty years a senior, and uh, and
3: his skin's falling off. Yeah. You feel like I just feel like Brent Musburger is crushing pussy all the time.
1: Yeah, you know no, <laughs> he goes just, from college town to college town, yeah, and he just just crushing it. He just he just lights it up. He goes to Harpo's and he's like,
0: "Hey, I'm on TV. He hey, ladies, a here's down. my dick. <laughs> Form a line. <laughs>
1: Start sucking. Yeah, who's in the mood for a musburger and fries?" <laughs> Yeah, yep. it's possible. Yeah.
3: The old musk uh, burger in his special sauce. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, it it's rough to, you know, watch the Tigers play like this, but it's just now you know, fingers crossed you make a bowl at this point, right? I, mean, I really with I'm with this li-
3: offense. With our yeah. offense, I we need Vanderbilt. We need Vanderbilt now. You know what I mean? We need I feel like we need to get Drew Locke some confidence. Well good news.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here they come. <laughs> yeah. Well that you know, I was careful what you ask for, I think is maybe one yeah. thing they
3: say too.
0: Well <laughs> they
1: barely beat South Carolina. At the beginning, no, they lost. They, I mean yeah, the, South Carolina barely beat them. See, so, yeah, uh at the beginning of the season this BYU game to me looked like, Oh, that could be a trap game and I'm <laughs> thinking, like, we don't there's no way there's no world where we beat BYU. They're gonna kick our ass. Well, I it's mean, certainly not going to be a trap because we certainly can't go into that game with tons
3: of confidence that we're just going right, right.
1: yeah, to railroad them Yeah. in order to have <laughs> a trap You can't trap game.
3: us if we suck. Yeah. <laughs> it's a trap! <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's well, – I don't, I don't know where to go from here. You know what I mean? I, it's almost – it's hard to record the show because it's almost not worth talking about any subject because until the offensive line gets better, we're just – we are where we are. So at what point? I mean, so here is something interesting, right? At what
0: point do they just kind of write the season off and say, "Let let's see if we've got a this this freshman. We're not sure about him. Let's go ahead and start him at middle linebacker, where you've got maybe the best little you know middle linebacker in the country, but you want to see what you know well, you what know, you've got for next year.
3: Offensive line is one of those positions where it's hard to play underclassmen because a lot of times it's, it's a physicality that they lack and not talent. Right. And they just aren't physically big enough to play at this level yet. Sure. But uh, that being said. So usually I wouldn't I would endorse that sort of move for an offensive lineman, but at the same time it really can't get worse. I mean, it, you you don't do that because you don't want to be overpowered. You don't want your offense to become inept because the offensive line is so bad. But I mean, put anybody back there, I can't feel like it could get right. any worse. Well, I think that one's easy. But but when do you start going to
0: some of these seniors that this is their last year and be like, you're, we're going to take you out for some series because we want to see what we've got for next year. I mean, at some point... Now?
1: I mean, anytime. I just do anything different. I think that's that's what is frustrating to me as well, is that I don't really see any chess moves by Henson or Pinkle yeah, to try to improve anything. Banging our head against the wall. I mean, like, how long can you watch Ishwitter not
3: perform before you give Tyler Hunt a chance? And it's obviously he's not going to get a chance. He is very obviously fucking Gary Pinkle's new wife, and we're not. he's on the shit list, and we're not going to see that. Allegedly. Allegedly. And, you know there's other receivers on this roster you know blair um i think yeah. the, the uh, what's the, the return what's the re- return cam hilton. hilton you know hall, got, a, was, hall got some snaps uh, safety that they've moved over but mm-hmm. my uh, wingo i mean the the fact is, is those guys might not be any better but at this point why not give them a try of course nobody's going to be able to catch any passes with this offensive line but with everybody playing so poorly, I mean, I just feel like there's no reason not to give some kids some opportunities.
0: Well, and that again, that that's the real frustrating thing, right? You have a top five defense. You might have the best defensive player in the country in brothers, and they, you know, you just have to sit there and watch them go out, play their hearts out, hold two teams. in a row. Florida, Florida, with their backup quarterback against LSU. We think LSU has got you know a staunch defense. That's just what's come to mind. They they still put up how many points did they put 28? up twenty eight yeah, you know, and they came into Missouri, didn't put up anything close to that, so no. it's just that our defense is so good, and you're you're absolutely right, like okay, you say twenty one is the average, I don't you know put up ten
3: yeah. I'm just put up dead. I mean, score one touchdown in a game, and that's just like I said. The, I would say the average for a mediocre offense. Brian, imagine if we had a, <sighs> a good offense, not a great offense, but a good offense, and we bumped that that average up to thirty, we'd be unstoppable. Yeah, and
0: especially the,
1: this season, when the SEC is so weak. The yeah, scary, I mean, really.
3: The scary thing is, is we thought the
0: offensive line was going to be kind of a. a Rock you know at the beginning at least you, I would like you to say at, what four starters from last year I would like Three, to pat four. myself
3: on the back a little bit Here saying last year I thought the offensive line was shit And it was I mentioned on the show at the end of the season That I had real concerns coming into this season That we were going to have offensive line trouble And I never bought into the talk I was like because I didn't I mean I think everybody Was just giving them credit because they were going to be Upperclassmen Seniors. but at this point at the, returners, that, They didn't ha- do much last year And I didn't I couldn't see how They were going to be appreciably better this year
1: And so, I was guilty of that I uh, I remember telling you, I thought, well, you know, they they were shitty or what they were last year, but you can't help but just get better over the course yeah. of a year, and they have not. They've regressed, if anything,
0: and and flip the script, right? Georgia is the quintessential. they they you know they harp on oh they keep bringing in all these great running backs, and don't get me wrong, they're really good running backs. But the core of that, the reason they do so well is they they've got a solid offensive line. And you put anybody back there running back by committee. And they're gonna look stellar, you know, or maybe not stellar, but they're gonna look pretty good. Efficient, anyway.
1: Yeah. Well, guys, why don't you say we take our first break and then we uh, gather our thoughts and try to move forward for the rest of this season.
3: Yeah. Okay.
1: All right. This is the Mazadcast.
2: And now the show with even fewer fans than the Kansas Jayhawks homecoming game, the Mizzad Cast.
1: Well, guys, that uh, game had more impact on me than I knew. I spent the break uh, yacking violently. Yeah. Projectile vomiting. We heard. Yeah.
3: <laughs> you have AIDS.
1: Yeah, it could be the AIDS. It could be just being upset over the Georgia game. I don't know. It's AIDS. Anyway, I'm a little lighter now. Feel a lot better. Uh, so let's get going. I don't know. I, I, do you want to talk more sports? Do you want to talk blame game? Or do you want to get right into Kansas news, fellas?
0: I need something to lift me up.
1: Yeah? Yep. yeah. I do. All right. Well, why don't we do a little Kansas news? Well,
0: I heard there were
2: three kinds of suns in Kansas sunshine, sunflowers, sons of bitches. This is Kansas News.
1: Our first story comes to us from Salina, Kansas. Police say Kansas woman a victim of computer repair scam. Uh, Not shocking. Kansas uh, residents not known for their ability to see past scams. Hold on. They have computers in Kansas? That's a great point, Brian. I'm
3: assuming it's just a 13-inch black-and-white television duct taped to a keyboard.
0: Maybe the computer was in Missouri, and mm-hmm. something was stolen?
1: That was my theory last week, that they actually hop on our Wi-Fi, that they don't actually have the Internet ah, in Kansas. Right. But let's listen to this story and see. Law enforcement authorities in Saline County are investigating a reported computer scam. Selena Police Captain Mike Sweeney said a woman in her 60s told police she received a call on September 30th from someone claiming to be with the Delota Technology Company, and they discovered her computer was attacked by Malware. The woman approved repairs for her computer in the amount of $310 that came out of her checking account. She received another call requesting she wire by Western Union another $1,950 to cover <laughs> additional repair costs. Oh,
3: Jesus, that, why did she just buy another computer? She did quickly. so. She, she did, did so, so. Yes. Oh yes. God.
1: When they called again saying that there had been a problem with the money order, she checked and found that there was not a problem. And then she got... Suspicious. Ah, and then. called the police yes. because that's the point where it seems sketchy. Uh, the scammers were also uh, somehow able to move $3,000 from the woman's saving account into her checking account. She did not lose that money, but she was scammed out of a total of $2,260, according to police. By a pretty nice Mac. Yeah. yeah. So, seems- I don't know. It seems like, uh, to me, if you didn't need computer repair and some company just came to you and said, we need to... We need a money order for $2,000. I don't know. It may ra- raise a red flag or two to sure. me. But again. Sure. Or not if someone kids.
0: calls you to tell you you have malware on your computer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That might also be the first red flag. We for
1: detected you. <laughs> while hacking your computer yeah. that there were some problems. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> so next story. Western Kansas communities are placed on most redneck lists. Northwest Kansas has received ample acclaim in recent months from online rankers, but the latest list, The Most Redneck Cities in the USA, might not have the same positive connotation. Roadsnacks.com used criteria ranging from the number of bait shops and dive bars to mobile home concentration and tobacco use to compile its list.
0: Yeah, I can see this. Yeah. <laughs> this goes this goes under the yeah, duh. No yeah. shit category. Story. Yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> Western Kansas had its share on the list with Dodge City topping the rankings. Great Bend followed, and Northwest Kansas was also represented by Goodland, Kansas, in the number six position. Yeah, Confederate so had, flag
3: concentration was another, <laughs> another, uh, yeah, really measuring be. mark. Uh-huh. So they
1: had, they had the one and two. I don't know what the second one was, but they had three out of the top ten. Yeah, but
3: okay. I feel like, um, whereas in Civil War times, maybe Kansas was a little more progressive as, as it, as it, uh, pertains to slavery. I feel like, in the in 2015, they might be one of the least progressive for that topic to arise again. They've yeah. regressed. Yeah, they haven't Just, moved real yeah, forward. They've regressed.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, next story. Man found dead in Kansas Historical Society in Topeka. A man who earlier had been reported missing was found dead Tuesday at the Kansas Historical Society. Kansas Police Lieutenant Adam Winters said officers were notified at 7 p.m. Tuesday of a possible missing person who was last seen while working at the Historical Society. That's That answers a lot of questions (laughs) for me. What are you doing there? Yeah, I mean (laughs) the Historical Society is so boring that he died or he's literally history and that's where they pile their dead people. I didn't – so apparently he worked there. Officers at the Capitol Police, a branch of the Kansas Highway Patrol, searched the premises and used security information to determine the last area the man had entered. Officers located the man and found that he was dead. Foul play was not suspected but and there isn't believed to be a threat to the public so
0: what do they keep at the state historical Society besides
1: corpses <laughs> right obviously. <laughs> Well, I mean, the history of Kansas is long and, and, uh, storied, storied. Yeah. I mean, there's obviously the child rape hall of fame. Sure. I'm sure there's, everybody knows well. Uh, there's, uh, sunflowers and prairie dogs and what they meant to American society.
3: Pestilence. Uh huh. Uh -huh. Uh -huh.
1: Yeah. There is the rancid
3: and embryon. I mean, I feel like the family tree is just a straight bean pole with a couple of leaves sprouting out retardedly,
1: autistic leaves. Record low IQ tests, I yeah, think. Yeah,
3: yeah.
0: There you yeah. go. Yeah. Well, and, and of course, the uh, the stellar treatment of the indigenous population as sure, well. Don't, sure,
1: sure. Don't yeah, I mean, Kansas got a lot to be proud of, so there could be all kinds of things, and also corpses.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Interesting.
1: So, next story. Kansas man dies after a crash due to cat in the road. <laughs> Kansas man died in an accident at 8 p.m. on Tuesday in Wilson County. The Kansas Highway Patrol reported that a motorcycle driven by Brian L. Taylor, thir- age 37, was westbound on Highway 1400, three miles from Fredonia. A cat entered the roadway. The driver locked up his brakes to avoid the collision with an animal and was thrown from his motorcycle. He was transported to a medical center where he later died. I feel like in a, in a state where the populace is so readily
3: ready to shoot anything on four legs (laughs) that I can't believe he'd lock up his brakes to not run over a cat. I mean,
1: yeah. I mean, I salute him a little bit. I mean, I placed the life of a stray cat well above that of a Kansas human. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like (laughs) it was a worthy sacrifice. If Circumstances were different and it was just, let's say in his
3: front yard with an AK 47, this cat would have not stood a chance. Yes, indeed. But on a motorcycle,
1: not so much. uh, Yeah, not so much. Well, that's, there's one last piece of Kansas news I think we should bring to your attention. Uh, Kansas played football as well this week. They played Texas Tech at home. And I don't know, Brian, did you have a chance to watch that game? I know that you DVR all Kansas football games.
0: I tried to. I didn't quite get to it today.
1: Well, uh, Kansas, uh, you know, it was a, it was quite a game. They were trailing 20 to nothing going oh. into the late into the third quarter and they Typical. courageously fought back. Uh-huh. And, uh, by the end of the game, uh-huh. two minutes left, yep. uh, they were trailing 23 to 20. To the Whoa. Red Raiders, that's right, and they had the ball back, and they uh, they were pinned back near their own end zone, ready to make a heroic touchdown drive, maybe a field goal drive, taking it in overtime, and they were sacked in the end zone. Oh. Ball popped loose. Oh. Texas Tech mm-hmm. then decided to pull a Kansas, since oh. they were in Lawrence, and the two guys fought over the ball, and it's. <laughs> it out. Classic. Kansas recovered it, took it about to their 15 yard line, and saved their bacon. Right? Oh, this drive goes on. Yeah. Uh, it would have been great because it would have reminded me of the 2008 Missouri-Kansas game where sure. the safety sure. ended it. Two plays later, Kansas threw an interception, picked six. Texas yeah. Tech te- scored a touchdown. They lose tw- 30 to 20. Ah, Garlar.
3: Garlar. Garlar. Yeah, Kansas. Kansas is so hard in this game. They yes. pulled their Kansas. So- yeah, so it was close. brutal.
0: They were so close to tearing down the goalposts. Yeah, speaking
3: of pulling, because a of can- the wind, pulling a Kansas, Brendan. Did you see uh, Michigan Kansas hit up? Oh my God, <laughs> nobody Kansas harder than Michigan this week. <laughs> <laughs> yep, it's a good lord.
1: Yeah, <laughs> don't worry, I didn't puke that time, guys. You're, you're a, just you're a sneeze.
3: Allergic to Kansas football.
1: Yeah, <laughs> we yeah. all are. <laughs> yeah, it's abysmal.
3: Even. Kansans, they don't even go to the game. Here's
0: In a fact,
1: hypothetical
3: question for you. What would Mizzou's defense do to a Kansas offense? Huh.
1: Oh my god, that would be a beautiful thing. Yeah. Play us, Kansas, for fuck's sake, play us. You, be such pussies.
0: Know, our offense could still score zero points when we win that game by like probably 25. Kansas yeah, could f-
1: find a way to get negative.
0: We'd points. have, we'd
3: have like four
1: defensive touchdowns. That's what I'm saying. Probably. And we wouldn't have yeah. any offensive mm-hmm. touchdowns. Right. But. So yeah, it wouldn't matter. Oh, uh, it, it does make me feel a little bit better to talk about how bad Kansas is.
0: I kind of want to take issue though. You know, the, the lead in talked about how, uh, Kansas homecoming had more people there than the show has listeners. Yeah. That's not true anymore, Brian. I feel like, yeah, I feel like that Kansas homecoming, that's like the 14 people that come back.
3: Uh, we have to have at least 15 people. I feel like the, 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 uh, the gate count at a, Kansas homecoming game consists mostly of the people working at the game, the vendors yeah. and whatnot.
0: What was it, two weeks ago, and they showed the aerial shot, and you really wondered which there were more of, points on the scoreboard? because or people in the stands. Yeah, or people in the stands, because Baylor was just dropping 66 on them. Or
1: something. I wonder how many were just, like, vagrants that just showed up. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's
0: actually where they put their homeless population. <laughs> yeah,
1: and then they die, and they take them to the historical society. <laughs> Clearly, that's how it works. Um, yeah, I don't know. But... Uh, <sighs> Yeah, so Michigan, Kansas, Kansas, Kansas. And uh, I don't know. I, I'd say, I, I'd hate to say it, but I think our offensive line, Kansas. Yeah, they Kansas pretty hard tonight. Uh, yeah, so do you guys want to play a little blame game? I suppose. Yeah.
3: Like, are we going to have uh, more than the offensive line? I mean, I guess you could have Josh well, we, Henson.
1: We've got all these things to, to draw out of a hat, Colin. Let's just, let's just play a little blame game. All right. The first thing I see, Colin, is offensive line. Go.
3: Oh boy, the offensive line. Well, I, like I said, I don't know that the game needs to go on beyond this segment. Uh, the offensive line couldn't block at all. And I mean, at all. I, I had to, I was forced to listen to part of this game on the radio as I wasn't, I didn't have access to a television. And every, every play was just like ball snapped, locks under immediate pressure, <laughs> runs to his right, throws it out of bounds. It was just, there was, there, there wasn't a single moment of this game where I could say anything positive
0: about our offensive line.
1: All right, Brian, you drew offensive line.
2: <laughs> wow. Strange.
0: <laughs> you know, I think I've seen, uh, you know, fat people at McDonald's block better than our offensive line has done the last couple games here. Uh, it's not looking good for the future or ever with this kind of play. Our seniors don't look like seniors. Uh, there's, there's more holes in them than, Your Uh, mother's underwear, dead. I was gonna go dead hooker, but yeah, sure. overlapped there. Yeah. (laughs) Ouch. Ouch.
1: (laughs) It's just depressing. The offensive line is depressing. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think you did a good job. Uh, I drew offensive line. Okay. Uh, the offensive line. (laughs) (laughs) you're so mad i fucking hate our offensive line uh there were several instances where they didn't even try to block i couldn't even tell you if they're a bad offensive line because they just stood still while somebody walked by them the least they could have done is give a hand job to the defenders while they walked by instead of just let them go try to attack our beautiful beautiful freshman quarterback he is gorgeous Mm
3: -hmm. (sighs) i uh I feel like, uh, Evan Bame was a preseason favorite to win some offensive line awards. How, how do you think that's going for him? Oh, he's in the running for some awards. Is he?
0: Yeah. The, uh, Bagget of Shit Award. <laughs> yeah, <You
1: know>, that's, <laughs> took a strong claim at his own Baggot of Shit Award today. Yeah. He, was yep, he was trying. Mr. 38 yarder. Yep. He sure did. Earning that nickname.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. Evan Bame, uh, he was supposed to be good. And I know he was injured part of the, I mean, but Connor McGovern's terrible. Uh,
1: Mm-hmm. really chapel's terrible those Brad two mcnulty's terrible
3: those two are really are not playing well but i mean i think um you know like you mentioned tyler chapel mcnulty uh abler i mean those guys are just not just playing bad they're not playing at all i mean it's it's unfortunate to watch i i did no point became too messy during this game and if you know anything about me and watching tiger football i'm I'm hard as a rock for most of the game.
1: Yeah. There was uh, one point where Kentrell Brothers made an open field tackle that I felt a little movement down there. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. And our
0: corners.
3: Our corners are making some
0: pretty nice
1: tackles out there. Out yeah. There.
3: Too bad they can't catch interceptions. Well, Yeah.
0: you know... Trade us, I guess. Huh?
3: Yeah, I mean, there's a reason they play defense. Well yeah. the
0: uh, the what should have been the third interception, I believe, which was the one that was thrown to the Missouri player and not to the Georgia player.
3: You know what I was saying to Brennan? Though, is like that one I can almost almost forgivable because it was almost an over the shoulder catch that a receiver would have to make, and he kind of had to turn around, find the ball in space, and catch that ball. So, as 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 the fact that it was to Kenya Dennis almost certainly is. I was almost more forgivable than like the one Cheryl dropped that was just like in his bread basket and he just <laughs> dropped it. You know, I. How'd that go again? <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, so let's go around the SEC to see what teams that aren't terrible did. What do you say about that, guys? Yep. Sure. SEC around the horn. Let's do it.
2: Jesus
1: loves football. <laughs> let's give us some scores, Brian. What's happened this weekend?
0: Yeah. Uh, so speaking of games. Well, actually, before we get started, you know what we're going to need? I'm going to need Colin's assistance here.
1: Hold on. I'll get him.
0: Okay. Thank you.
1: Nick Saban. Nick Saban. Thanks for joining us, Paul Feinbott. Let's get started. All right. Okay. It's good to have Paul here. It is. Missed him.
0: So in some uh, predictable games, Mississippi State knocked off Louisiana Tech.
1: Mm. Um, That was a barn burner.
0: Yes. And then... South Carolina, ladies and gentlemen, got a victory today. Yes, sir. Against an SEC school. Yeah? It just happened to be Vanderbilt.
1: Oh, Vanderbilt. You take what you can get. The mighty Commodores. Yeah. The old ball coach is not there.
0: Mm-hmm. He's gone,
1: <laughs> not there anymore
0: <laughs> and I, paul feinbach's probably pretty sad about that.
1: One. It was the uh, first game of the post spurrier era yeah
3: they want to know
1: yeah they, they're looking <laughs> up they gave the uh, coach a, a gatorade bath they
0: after did the i saw that <laughs> he yeah. just kind of had to <laughs> laugh at that point mm. in and another game of let's see who could be worse auburn actually beat kentucky oh but only by three 30 30 to 27
1: yeah. Well, I was wondering about that one because Auburn is garbage. That was the Thursday night game, wasn't it? That yes, was. was, that was early I was almost period.
3: disappointed in, in Kentucky too, because they played poorly for big portions of this game and they really should have won. Um, I'm not sure about that. Well, fuck you, Paul. The, uh, the fact is, is that Kentucky is not very good. Missouri should have beat them, but Auburn, I think it says more than anything about Auburn, how far they have fallen. I mean, a team yeah. that was predicted to, to battle for the SEC West title is now, the you SEC know. SEC title. Period. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It, is in a dogfight with Kentucky. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? It's, yeah, it's really bad. It, it
1: makes man. me feel a little better. I mean, it's like, at least we're not the only fan base that's wallowing in grief. Well, sure.
3: truthfully, Brendan, if you're an SEC fan of almost any team, you know, you're having some trouble. Unless you root for LSU right now, uh, you're not loving life. You're well,
0: right about that. And speaking of that, you know, fan base is wallowing. Memphis
3: pulled off a stunner
0: against Ole Miss today.
3: I, mm. I, 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 I think I said in the last show that the Old Miss cannot sleep on Memphis. They're not a bad football team. They're not okay. good enough to beat Old Miss, you wouldn't think, but they're, uh, not bad. But uh, did Coach you
1: call Fir- Memphis beating? N- no, I didn't Ole
3: call it. I just said that they couldn't sleep on it. And, uh, Coach Freeze and, and this Old Miss squad always come out of the gates hot. And I mean, early on this season, they look like world beaters. Mm-hmm. And to lose to Memphis, yeah. you know, Coach, Coach Freeze is God forsake him and, not, and uh, they they lost badly and not just lose i mean
0: they lost 37 to 24 yeah. yes yeah, sir it was decisive yeah and then in in some bigger matchups or probably some more important matchups where i should say alabama uh technically upset texas a&m they were the 9 10 i picked that one and alabama rolled over him looks like more of the texas a&m of
3: late where they go five and zero and then lose like three games in a row alabama has a big black hammer of running the football. Nick Saban. No, it's Henry and he is a monster. He had over 200 yards in this game and uh and M did not have an answer for him. And then a game that
0: matters in the West, but also, you know, kind of proves I think they're maybe the best team in the SEC right now. LSU knocked off Florida. Now Florida came back and tied this game twenty eight twenty eight. They did. It looked like there for a while LSU was just kind of kind of run away with it. Mm-hmm. But in the end LSU held out with their strong running game and a fairly decent defense.
3: Did thing. you see the GIF of Leonard Fournette running the ball where he literally cold cocked the runner? Yeah. I mean, like he, the guy was like trying to hold on to him and it wasn't so much a stiff arm as it was as a left hook. Yeah. <laughs> and he just He's go beast. God, that guy's a monster. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yes, sir. And then the final SEC game, one that we've already mentioned, Georgia, 69 to Missouri.
2: Yeah. In terms of great matchups in college football history, this will not qualify.
0: <laughs> you are right about that, Paul. That is the most astute thing you've ever said. Mm-hmm. And that yeah. rounds out the SEC for this week. Well, what about next week, Brian? Sure. So next week, interesting schedule. Some matchups of garbage, maybe what warm. What temperature garbage? I would say warm to maybe warmer. Can we say hot? Potentially even hot.
2: Ha! Ha! Good.
0: Mm-hmm. Auburn goes to
3: Arkansas. Auburn and Arkansas. What do you think about that game, guys? I'm gonna go Arkansas. I mean, Arkansas not playing great right now, but Auburn just looks a fucking mess.
1: Yeah, they do. I know. I, I don't know. They're both disappointing teams. I think. I think I'd take Arkansas in that matchup too. The way I Auburn's feel like looking.
3: Coach Bolima is like was a a darling before the season started and the shine is quickly coming off him. You know, the the bloom's coming off the rose a little bit. He's making a horse's ass of himself in press conferences on the sideline. And they're losing football games. Well, uh as someone might say, not so fast, my friends.
0: Oh. Uh I'm gonna take Auburn. You are taking Auburn? I'm gonna Auburn. I'm gonna mix it up a little bit. I'm gonna take Auburn.
3: I think Auburn
0: coming off a win today. I don't, and, I'm not sure
3: that can count as your upset, but I, I like where your head's at. I I'm, just
0: I'm mixing it up. I'm not
3: counting it as an upset. I'm just mixing it
0: up.
1: Okay and Paul, who are you taking in this one? Auburn Okay. Ooh. Interesting. Next matchup, Tennessee has to go to Alabama. Ugh. Ooh, this should be a bloodbath. Yeah, I'd hope so. I don't think we really need to. Coach Jones uh, is—he's uh, not long for Tennessee. Yeah, I, I don't think, think so.
3: I mean, I mean, I think he's got at least another season, but. I don't see him right in this ship. I really yeah. don't. I, well, he the seems... Bloom
1: is certainly off the rose on that motherfucker. Well, I th- mean. I
3: think what I see when I watch their games is he's just round, he's out coached most of the time. I mean, uh, I don't think anybody's going to argue that he can recruit, but he doesn't.
1: Oh yeah. He, he's uh, single handedly lost a couple of games. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, For he is, seat. uh, he's a dumb dumb, stone cold dumb dumb. So we go to Alabama around the horn. I think so. All right. And, and Paul, who you want in this one? Alabama. Yeah, that was no shocker there. I'm actually surprised he didn't just say Nick Saban. Yeah, it's it's something
0: he's been known to say. It is. In uh, another game that Nick should be. Nick Saban. There it is. Uh, easy to predict. LSU hosts Western Kentucky. Yeah.
3: I think that we shouldn't pick winner or loser here. We should pick how many yards will Leonard Fournette <laughs> drop on this uh, Western yeah. Kentucky yeah. team.
1: Um, I, I, is, I think he I'd has a i set the over-under at 200. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I
3: mean, the over-under is 200.
1: Yeah. I'd take the over on that. Oh, I would take the under. You really? You're going to take the under on that? Oh, yeah. I'm ta- he just had
3: 200 yards tonight against Florida. Bill will Oh, maybe not. He didn't have 200 yards against Florida. No, that was Henry against uh... – anyway, regardless, but... I'm going to take the over on the 200. Really? Paul, you think you can do it? Oh, I like that bet. Okay. Mm-hmm. He doesn't like money,
0: apparently. <laughs> All uh, right. Uh, Kentucky travels to Mississippi State in a game that everyone says,
1: huh? <laughs> 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 that is football. Yeah. Huh? huh? Yeah, uh, I guess I'll go with the uh, Dak Prescott and company on that comp- game.
3: I'll, I'll take Kentucky to be different.
1: Okay, Colin?
3: Um, if I pick Kentucky, can this be my, uh, upset? Fuck, sure. Who cares? All right.
1: Nobody's Kentucky. listening anymore. Mm-hmm. They're just beating off and crying.
3: <laughs> they are after Tiger fans. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And then in the, I'm doing one of those two things right now. <laughs> Paul, what are you taking?
0: Mississippi State. Okay. A little slow on the
1: mm-hmm. uptake there, Paul.
0: Uh, and then in, in really the only big game, we'll see how, what their rankings are after this week. Uh, Ole Miss plays
1: host to Texas A&M. Ole Miss and A&M. That will be interesting. I, I'm, I tell you what, I'm gonna take A&M on this one. I am too, because even though, uh, by the
3: end of the game, Alabama had kind of thrashed Texas A&M for a big portion of this game, A&M was competitive, and I don't feel like after watching Old Miss, they are so up and down. I mean,
1: they are not the same team from week to week. Well, and from year to year, I feel like they get worse and worse and worse as the, se- as mm-hmm. the season progresses. They came out of the gate hot, and then they just peter out. Yeah. But
0: so does Texas A&M, right? I mean, that's, well, that's true. That's, that's a good story. point, yeah.
1: They are mirror images of one another, really. Yeah, yeah. And they get tons more respect than Missouri. both Absolutely. Both. Yeah. Um, What do you think, Paul? The University of Mississippi. Okay. All right. Yeah. yeah, Brian. What about you?
0: Well, I'm gonna go ahead and take uh, Texas A&M. I think okay.
1: we ran the board with that one, everybody except Paul. So is that the whole? And then slurs? of course the
0: the final matchup of the SEC next week is when Vanderbilt takes on our Missouri Tigers. <laughs> That's yeah. well earned, Paul. Yeah. The, uh, <laughs> Here, the here's what we should say for that game. Do you think our offense will score more than three touchdowns? <laughs>
3: South. I I hope this is a mirror image of the South Carolina game, Uh Uh, except I hope we score more. But I really feel like we need to right the ship against Vanderbilt. I mean, this is an opportunity for uh, a team that has played two very stout defenses to kind of get it right.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm hoping it gives an opportunity for offense to stretch their legs a little bit. Maybe the offensive line can compete a little bit against Vanderbilt, and then Drew Locke, we can actually see what he's capable of. Who is Drew Locke? Still hasn't figured that out, has he? No, I don't think he's watching I'm that actually going to Missouri be
3: football. in person at this game, making a little road trip to. Oh, Atlanta, yeah. 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 Well, your wife allowed that. Uh, well, uh, okay. No, so, she
0: know, Like,
3: <laughs> Well, That's listen, not. the truth is that I haven't told her yet, so.
2: Oh, uh, yeah, okay. so. She'll Good find thing out. I she doesn't after after
3: she, I plan on, on roofing her on Friday. Um, As and, is your uh, normal Friday. Well, this <laughs> time for a different purpose altogether. I'm just going to Double dose her. Yeah. Just see if I can keep her unconscious for the duration of the weekend, and see if I can get there and back again before she notices I'm gone. Sure. Interesting. Bold strategy, Kyle.
1: Yeah. Well, no one right. says
3: luck favors the bold. <laughs> All right.
1: You're a good husband. All right. So, <laughs> what do you think, Brian? You take Missouri or Vanderbilt in this matchup? Oh,
0: definitely taking Missouri. I mean, it's, like I said, the the real question mark. So against South Carolina, we put up three touchdowns. It was 24. Yeah. Um. So the real question is, can we put up more than three?
3: Let me ask you guys this. Do, do any of us know anything about Vanderbilt?
1: Oh, uh, yeah. Their, their quarterback is McRae. They he's lost to South running, Carolina. I know. But they're they're he's a running quarterback. Nash- I mean, Nashville. Hold on. That's, a, that's do, a thing.
3: Do we really need to know more than they lost to South Carolina? I, I don't suppose. I just was hoping that maybe we could give our listeners some insight. As usual, we cannot.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here's their here's insight. Look at their schedule.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's – I don't know. Obviously, I'm going to take Missouri – uh, even though I'm down in the mouth, like if it, were, if we were playing anybody besides Vanderbilt right now, I'd be taking the other team. But yeah, it's it very-
3: like I said, I, I hope, uh, I, I fear for our listeners if we can't score more than, um, if we don't score a touchdown against Vanderbilt, it's going to be, it's going to be just, it's just going to be us three screaming profanities in a microphone for 60 minutes.
1: And so it's going to be the exact How does same that show. Different than right now. <laughs> yeah. Brian? You said Vandy? <laughs> Colin said Vandy, I'm going to take Missouri. Isn't that how it went? Yeah, basically. Okay. Paul, what do you think? Vanderbilt. Yeah. We yeah, thought we figured. I thought that was going to happen. Yeah. Paul, matter. you're wrong again. Yeah. I don't care what the odds are.
3: Yeah. yeah.
1: Never yeah. tell me the odds. Yeah. So, all right. Well, Um I guess that's it. Is there anything else you could, Oh, you know what? We didn't do it last week, and we'd be remiss if we skipped it again this week because – uh It's a crappy game. It was hard to name somebody, but we have to name.
2: Now it's time for Kirk Farmer's Hair, Player of the
1: Game.
3: Kirk Farmer, a former quarterback for Mizzou, with spun gold upon his head, locks, the envy of everyone, beautiful, immaculate, golden curls upon his head. We name this award for him, Mm -hmm. the Kirk Farmer's Hair, Player of the Game. Who's it going to be, Renan?
1: Well, I'll tell you what, Kirk Formers' hair is beautiful, and I don't know if anyone lived up to the, just the spun gold that is his uh, main. But Kentrell Brothers, he set a new record with tackles today. He, uh I think, he had it at seventeen. That was the last count I saw. He may have had more than that. Uh, seventeen tackles. He's got a big, big candidate. My other candidate, I would throw out there, is uh our punter, Corey Fatoni.
3: Hey, oh, Corey Fatoni, gonna be, we're gonna win a Kirk Formers' hair played a game again.
1: Yeah, it's good good for you to join us, Corey. Uh, you know he he flipped the field a number of times that was crucial yep. for us. Brett Musburger
3: couldn't say enough about him.
1: Brett Musburger loved Corey Fatoni. Yeah, Um uh, yeah, he's he's partial to the Italians. I think yeah. hot blooded Italians. Brian, what what say you? Wait, of those two, I think I'm going to go with Cantrell Brothers.
0: Yeah, I'm going to have to go with Brothers. I mean, the guy's just he if he's not the best defensive player in the country, he's got to be in the top three right now not I, recognized enough for how I don't good he know. fucking is. yeah like he just how many plays is it just like oh oh bro yep brothers is there it's like where did he even come from he there was a it was I think it was a fourth down play that he stopped he lays in the wood there was i mean that that's an easy first down brothers is lined up right in the middle somehow you know scoots over stops him from running downhill and it was just yeah, I don't know how many times that you just look at him and you're like, "Oh no, we're fine." Brothers is there.
3: While Corey Fatoni is the offensive player of the game, <laughs> I'm going to go with Brothers as well. 17 tackles plus. He's, I think I saw at the end of the game, 96 tackles total for the season, which leads wow. all of college
1: football. Uh This guy is going to win some postseason awards. This guy's going to play on Sunday. Keep in mind, he got carted off the field one week. I mean, he's not like he. he yeah, he, he could have had more minutes. He might
0: not be human. Yeah, should can, yeah. can they test for that?
1: Do they test for that? Is that
0: do they have? Do you have to test to be a human? I don't know.
1: Yeah, some people aren't human.
0: <laughs> Brothers just walked in the door.
1: Yeah, cool. yeah. So, or I guess it's unanimous then. Control uh, Brothers is this week's Kirk Farmer's hair player of the game.
3: Congratulations, Quintrell. I bet it's a hollow
1: victory for him. I wish. I do wish. <laughs> yeah, I bet it is too. I I do wish the competition for Quintrell, uh for this award. Was more than just against our punter every week. Yeah. Uh, it would be nice if an offensive player would step up <laughs> like, and, and be, like, in is and it going to be
3: Kintel Brothers, tr- uh, Charles Harris or our punter? That's basically every That's week.
1: That's the cycle. Drew Locke won against one versus a South Carolina game when it was yes, coming it's coming out party. Uh, it was that only, was a game where you were too messing through most of it. Yeah. It was
3: the, almost the only time I didn't want to put the, uh, hair on the player who yeah, won it. You know, yeah, if you guys follow hard. us on Twitter, we, we post a photo of the winner each week with Kurt Farmer's golden mane upon his head, as uh, to uh, signify the winning of this award. We, I almost didn't want to do it. Yeah, because I seems don't want to sinful co- to cover yeah, up Drew Locks' hair. This 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 award at one time, I hate to say it, may be called the Drew Locks Hair Player of the Game.
1: Oh, one can only hope. Yeah, yeah, uh, it, it'd, be, it'd be it's quite a mane to overtake Kurt Farmer, though. True, yeah, I mean, true. I don't know
3: if anybody will ever overtake Kurt Farmer Yeah.
1: Well
0: before we go, I gotta give a gotta give my Twitter shout out for the week here oh, to okay. uh, to Chuck. You know who you are, Chuck. He set the over under <laughs> Chuck. Yeah. At at Chuck something. I can't pronounce your last name. Have a less complicated last name and I'll pronounce it. Yeah he set the over under <laughs> for F bombs on this show for tonight to be yeah.
3: thirty seven. Really? And I think we were under. Oh, I think we were way Oh, under. was that
1: his tweet to us?
3: Yes, that was his tweet. I to can us. scream fuck oh. a couple times if you'd like.
1: I take back he's not an asshole. Yeah, yeah, he's great great yeah,
0: he's a great guy. Yeah. Stand up, man. That, that if that I just start screaming the F bombs, yeah. can we
1: change that or is that uh, doctoring the results?
3: I, yeah. If we just said it like 36 times I feel like six we, times. Right we, you have to use so many
1: cuss words.
3: <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you, Chuck.
1: Yeah. Indeed. Oh, and I did want to say something too. I wanted to shill for myself. And, uh, here we uh, go. Yeah. Uh, so my book, Undefeated about the 1960 Missouri football team, which uh, everyone's clamoring for, I'm sure is getting closer and closer to publication and started a GoFundMe account, GoFundMe slash 1960 Mizzou, and you can help uh, offset the cost of getting that cocksucker to the presses. And uh, then you can read about the glorious, glorious team that was in the 1960 Missouri football team, which I believe was a national champion. Also, if anybody donates $25 or more to that, you'll get yourself an autographed copy of the book. So, uh all your friends will be envious, I'm sure. Oh,
3: yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. Thanks um, for your enthusiasm, Colin. I appreciate it. As always.
3: <laughs> well, uh, I think we've we've done it again, fellas. I will say this. I want our listeners out there. Go ahead and review us on iTunes. We really appreciate that. Five-star reviews only. Mm-hmm. Uh, the rest of you can kiss my white ass.
1: Yeah, you know um, who
3: you are. Follow us on Twitter. Email us at mazodcast.com. Watch the Twitter timeline on Saturday nights. We do take calls now yeah. occasionally. You'll, you've will you heard a couple of those tonight.
1: Yeah. No, I told Colin earlier, I said, I think our fans are self-selecting. If they call in the show, we know we probably already like them because they tolerate us. Yeah. <laughs> right. So they got to be pretty decent. But, oh, go to our website, too, and take our uh, online survey because that helps us with advertisers and shit like that. So that's all the plug-in I think anybody can handle for the night. All right, guys. So onward and upward to Vanderbilt. He took a tough one on the chin because, uh, you know what? I'm going to look, spin this glass half full. I doubt there's a team in the country that could play without half of the, their team, without an entire offense, and play as close as we did tonight.
0: Hey, feather in the cap. Uh, yeah, I would say that if I would have gone into this week, I did not think we were going to beat Georgia. Only losing by three,
1: I you know, I guess I'll take that as a little victory. Binkle, what did you think of uh, your team's performance tonight? Um, you know, I thought there were some good things, and there were some things we need to improve on. Yeah, you certainly right about Last that. week, yeah, yeah. All right, well, let's sign off to this cocksucker. Go Tigers! Keep on keeping on. M I Z Z O U. M I Z Z O U. Go Tigers! M I Z Z O U. Go Tigers! <laughs> Go Tigers! <laughs> <laughs> Fuck.
3: Brent Musburger is crushing pussy all the time.